0: This is Fair Talk presented by the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Don't forget to follow the Northern Wisconsin State Fair on all of the socials for details on not only the the 2024 fair, but all of the other events going on at the fairgrounds and details on perhaps how you could also host an event at the fairgrounds, big or small. They want to cater to them all. I'm Scott, joined by the fair's executive director. Rusty Volk. Rusty, how's it going?
1: Hey, it's going really good. What weather we're having these days. My <laughs> Lord, Scott, we can't, uh, we don't know if we're going to be putting short pants on or uh, long underwear on these days, you know. We got frost coming up, and uh, it's it's fall almost, right? <laughs> it, it, it's it's funny,
0: one of our recent podcasts talked about the, the winterization of the fairgrounds and the fact <laughs> stuff still goes goes on. Well, well shoot, if, if winter never arrives, <laughs> but... But, go. Let's go back in a few months and and and, and replay what I just said because. In a few months, we'll have minus 10 degrees for two straight weeks. and
1: No, uh... no, 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 no. Come on, Scott. I'm an optimist here, you know. We're not going to have that kind of weather. We want some snow. I love snow. You know, I like snow coming in bunches of, say, six inches at a time, easily to move, still covering all the dirtiness that this world has around us, making it pretty and everything, and allowing you still to open the gates and open roadways so that you can uh, utilize and have some fun out out, out in the wintertime. I think that's a good thing.
0: (laughs) Hey, before we get uh, diving into the topic today, uh, you had just mentioned to me off, uh, before we started to record, that you had taken a vacation and sort of a a really fun vacation where you were just driving around. You and the the better half, you are on your way to a wedding. You guys took a very uh, circular route to the, the wedding location. And sometimes it's when you're driving on the highways and you're coming across towns and you're coming across regions, that's that's where sometimes the inspiration for ideas comes from.
1: You're absolutely right, Scott. You know, in my business as the director, the executive director of the board and, and running the fairgrounds, you're always looking for the next event. You're always looking for what's new. Because every news person, when they come to interview you, what's new, Rusty? Well, we bring in new things from across the country. So it was very good for us to take a trip. Uh, My wife, Mary, and I took a trip and uh, ended up in Richmond, Virginia at a beautiful wedding in a castle, believe it or not. And even there, you look at... What was spectacular? What were the attendees looking at that really sparked their interest? Where did they gather around? What was important? Those things are also important that you can bring to any event. And how do I bring that back to Chippewa Falls? And uh, that's really kind of the cool things. Yeah, I took my business cards along and passed them out to various vendors that I've seen along the way and things that I saw that was very nice. And yes, I got pictures of special signage. <laughs> And but you're absolutely right, Scott, when you're out and about, and uh, when you're in this business of creating creating events and helping other events create themselves, how can you then be an asset to help those people do a better job and to bring something different to the fair? I stated many times that you know with the fair event and with the fair grounds. We always want to be improving, making some improvements. So when you come there, they go, "Wow, they're they're building the grounds, they're making it better." Uh, there's new pavement here now. There's new buildings. There's new signage. It must be doing well, and we are doing well, and it's only because people keep coming back, and we're creating more events, bringing more tourism, to t- tourists to town, and building those relationships. Really, that's going to make this venue and continue with this venue as the regional venue center of northern wisconsin
0: and i think it's important too that with the advent of the internet in the last 20 years it, more of these ideas are accessible and you see more ideas online but it's just different when you when you stumble across stuff almost accidentally because uh, you're not some of these things you're not looking for online, so you're never going to see them. You're right. And oddly enough, if you stumble across something, what was it that interests you? And that itself shows you maybe a marketing tactic as well. It's 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 funny. We we were talking before. The, the sometimes the best ideas come when you're passively looking for them, as opposed to trying to force an idea.
1: Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Because when when you're when you're seeing other areas, other venues, you're not really thinking about how you can improve the fair. But all of a sudden, something hits you. What hit me? And what in, did I pa- like about this? Paducah, Kansas. <laughs> Paducah, Kansas, of all places. We stopped there. My wife's a quilter. We went to the National Quilt Museum. What an awesome place that is and how the, all the quilts were surrounded by a lot of tornadoes and hurricanes and stuff like that. But what struck me is you come out of the building and you walk down and they had a rib fest along the river. We thought, Well, let's go get something to eat. There's vendors. And we come across this big, beautiful sign. That's similar to some of the banners that we put up on the main stage, blow-through banners, but it has a beautiful sign of all the area where each vendor was, a map of the grounds, QR codes on it. And I thought, oh, my God, I took a picture of it. That's something we need at our gates. That's something other venues or other events need to have at their gates when people walk in. What is it? The grounds have changed. And consequently, vendors change. And move. So what vendors are you looking at? It Can you easily utilize the devices in our pockets to help you access and better manipulate and mobilize yourself around the venue? So that was one thing that struck me that was really, really cool. Uh, um, and and that's a good thing. The other thing I thought was kind of cool is a lot of places, they got coffee when you come in, but I don't know if I can serve coffee to everybody that walks through the fairgrounds, but who knows, you know, what can happen next? What are we handing out at our gates and stuff like that? So, yes, you're absolutely right.
0: And I think that's a the, the reminder to everybody, get out, see the world, see other things yes. that are going on, and – and share uh, yeah, and sh- share, share them yes uh I, I, again i think it's 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 something key that i remind everybody if if you like it that probably means somebody else likes it so acknowledge the stuff that you like if that pulled you in what was it about it that pulled you in and see what you can do to duplicate it see what you can do to make it better there's yeah. there's still scientists every single day that are trying to perfect
1: the wheel exactly at least coloring it it's (laughs) going to be purple from now on (laughs) but it's great no you're absolutely right and if you got ideas and you think okay this could really help out chippewa eau claire altoona whatever uh you know the the music at the parks anything else you see something say something you see something that you really like say something Pass it along. Send me an email. Send it to rvolk at nwsfa.com and say, hey, Rusty, here. I saw this. This is a great idea. And believe me, we will try to utilize that either at the fair or something else that's going on. I love sharing. and I think that's important that everybody else consider. That's part of the community. That's part of being your brother. You know, Scott, you're my brother when we do this stuff. Away we go. I've got eight brothers, so I'm used to that. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that's a good transition into uh, we're going to start uh, talking a little bit about the facilities yeah. that are here at the fairgrounds. Because when we talk about the fairgrounds, it, in many ways, it's a bunch of individual structures that on their own would be their own individual. But they're all in this one entertainment uh, complex. And uh, Let's start off with the grandstands. I think that's yeah. that's obviously what people... Can see from the outside. It's the the most visible structure, if you will. Uh, Of course, it's a little different here than what some fairs have. There isn't the old fashioned wooden grandstand with a covered roof and and that kind of thing. This is fairly new. Uh, It's not necessarily architecturally, you know, massive and that sort of thing. But I know the stage area has had a lot of upgrades Mm -hmm. to it that are very uh, modern. So why don't you take us through? Uh, that stage area that's got a lot of toys to it and uh, the seating area and What's held there? What can be held there? Some of the unique ways you guys have utilized it even just a few years ago during the pandemic.
1: Yes, exactly. A good place to start in that this uh, this venue, when I I was hired in 2008, 2009 was our first fair. And uh, I was really amazed at the wooden structured or the scaffolding structured with wood planks. On the grandstand that was being utilized at the time. And for the stage area, we rented a stage and it incorporated 15 to 20 massive, big hunk of guys to construct a stage to put it up. And our first fair in particular was, um, you know, I think of the Oak Ridge boys that we had the first year in 2009, as well as Eric Church in 2009, which is a big name right now, as you know. But as the concerts went on and I witnessed people in the stage, in the grandstand, I'm sorry, that those boards were bouncing and they were moving. I'm thinking, oh my God, safety, what is gonna happen if one of those break, they're dancing on, Uh, I'm just, I'm shaking. And the whole structure is kind of moving with people in the stand, oh my God, we got challenges that we have to work with. So that was one of the areas I figured safety was a concern. When I looked into that, I found out that that particular structure was put there in 1974. Because the previous grandstand, which was a massive wooden structure that most of the elders recall, that structure was condemned. And so they had to take it down. And they put on a temporary seating structure. Temporary seating structure, 1974. That was still here in 2009. Okay, so you can see that temporary was really drawn out quite a bit. So it's something we had to look at. Uh, As far as the main stage is concerned, yes, that's something that uh, having to put it up and down every year and with the onset of the Indianapolis stage collapse with that mini tornado that went through Indianapolis, the restrictions and the requirements of getting it architecturally uh, tested prior to utilization, even the uh, artists were very Uh, suspicious as to what type of a structure they were on. That changed a lot of the industry as far as how and what type of a structure you're going to have for artists, for safety in particular. So it got to the point of where I informed the board that, number one, we have to do something with our grandstand. That has to be changed. And we had a wonderful plan of putting a, actually it was a million-dollar grandstand we were going to put in there that got delayed due to some... uh, Uh, a big washout we ended up getting here one fall in 2000 and uh, when was that 13 uh, which delayed a major grandstand capital campaign scenario and so we still needed to replace it what did we need we needed seating and reality is that particular grandstand that we have now the northwestern bank grandstand was actually it's a used grandstand that we purchased from north carolina And we moved it here and reconstructed it, is what it is. So we saved about... We got that for about 20 cents on a dollar of a new one in a means of we needed seating. As far as the main stage is concerned, that was an area where it came to... As I mentioned, with the Indianapolis insurance rates going up, I informed the board that either we get into the music business or we get out of the music business because it gets to be very competitive. Now, if we... Stay in the music business. We needed a better, uh, we needed a better, a permanent stand so that we didn't have to put one up all the time, and we could use it for multiple musical events, not just the fair. And, and that's basically what we're doing right now. And so this particular structure, we decided to move forward with uh was uh, actually it's paid for itself over probably about three times already because of all the events that we've held here but we either got into the music business or we got out if we got out of the music business and didn't want to be competitive in that realm we would end up having a lot of tractor pulls horse pulls demo derbies and stuff for front of the grass and which the public loves to have and which are great events to have however the challenges is if we would have it being the larger fair in the region, it would take away from the local fairs. You know, it would take away from... If we have rodeos, that takes away from Stanley and Spooner. Uh, The demo derbies, that takes away from the local fairs around us. Uh, The tractor pulls, Dunn County has them, the neighbors have them. And we didn't wanna be in competition with those events. We wanted to allow those particular venues and fairgrounds to continue to be uh, successful as well. So we decided we're gonna go into the music business. And we started with that and put this stage up. It's a masterful stage. And honestly, in visiting with our uh, buying agencies that we use this, just just yesterday I was visiting with them and they're saying how because of the way it's designed with that airplane hangar type door that opens, it's really rain protection. Uh, so that if it rains, the artists still have a place to go. So it's uh, it meets a number of dual purposes in that regard that stage does. So artists realize that we uh, they have a venue that they can perform. Uh, you know, weather is usually your most deterrent as far as not being able to host an artist when they come to an event. So what that stage and grandstand has done and uh, to finish the grandstand when we put that together we wanted to make sure that it's ada accessible one of the biggest the more memorable things that i have as our first fair in 2009 that i managed was we had the oakridge boys here i've never seen so many wheelchairs in my life and it was not accessible for them. They, they couldn't get up. Everybody's standing. Why are people standing? I, want, I bought this chair, but everybody's standing. They couldn't see. It was on gravel. It was unaccessible. They couldn't see the stage. And so with the grandstand putting it up the way we did, we elevated it up in the air four feet, and we have wheelchairs that can roll up into the grandstand in front of everybody. And uh, honestly, in uh, in 2010, I had Dennis DeYoung here and I had, I walked into the grandstands just to see and visualize what people are seeing, what we can do better. And I had three people in wheelchairs grab my hand and say, thank you, Rusty. This is the first time I've able, been able to see the show. I've been in a wheelchair all my life. And this is the first time I can see the show. And I thought, thank you. Thank you, because that's what makes a difference. That's what makes a difference in our community, that we have a venue that's appealing. And we get so many compliments right now from visitors that come from Minneapolis and other areas to say, you know, the shows at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair last year with Nelly and Sticks, people had a blast. And they said it's such a neat venue. It's limited. We've only got about 5,000 seats out there, so it's an intimate setting for the fair. In particular, that's why people like to come. And honestly, the artists like it as well. It's not your 30,000, 40,000 people out there in front of you. It's an intimate setting so they can get more uh, intimate with the customer, with their customers out there. That has also assisted us, that venue, with other events. OneFest is a great opportunity for them to grow. And what they've done over the years to grow that event is awesome during a number of elements during the summertime we have the eau claire children's theater have utilized and rented that area as an outdoor venue for their events for their plays and that was so cool because people would bring their own chairs for that but you have the sun setting in the in the west. And the kids are out there performing on the stage and actually using the front of the stage. And it was totally different than for them to be confined within a building. Yes, the Pablo is great. And yes, some of the other venues are great. But it was just a unique experience for them to do so. COVID. That year was such where, what do you do? All events are shut down. However, that stage created an opportunity to have a drive-in theater. To have cars parked there and have a, have a screen on the stage. And they could sit in the grandstand and watch a movie or watch a show. We had, um, we had national artists performing on the stage as for being part of, we had Garth Brooks, okay, at a video during COVID here at the fairgrounds. And because of that stage venue area. One of the other things that we've had to do with that venue and that area of the fairground, that portion, is that we had to make sure that the grounds were set up so that we could have other events. You know, if you have um, uh, monster truck shows and some of those, they need dirt. They need clay. Clay does not work good with water because it is mud and sticky mud as was evident with the Martina McBride show that we had here. okay, So we ended up putting in storm drain systems in that area as well to make sure the water would drain if there was rain. And with that going into place, we had some monster truck shows here with the big rig truck show, and it was very expensive too. Bring clay in, take clay off, now it's mixed in with gravel. And what type of a base surface do you have that you can accommodate those particular events? So we've learned over the years that we likely will not have a lot of motorsports in front of the grandstands just because of the uh, ability to bring in and out clay and materials that are necessary. Uh, everybody feels we should have a big rodeo here, and we could. However, you've got some very expensive horses, especially in your uh, barrel racing and uh, roping, etc. that you need the right type of material to protect your horses. Otherwise, you're not going to get anybody here. That surface material is very important. So that entire main stage grandstand area, Scott, is really set up right now. More of a venue for that. Uh, we're looking at having more. Actually, car shows are great. You know, we can use it for that. It can be used for extra parking, for other events. So, uh, And look for maybe to change in the future as we look forward to that. Who says we can't put a hard surface down there someday? and bring in clay and easily scrape it off again. They do that in a lot of fairgrounds. I was
0: going to say, before, you know the, we're getting there. You know, what sort of things do you see? <coughs> Obviously, the, 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 the sky's the limit and all that. Right. Anything is possible. But let's say in the next five or so years, yeah. what do you want to see that grandstand utilized for? What would you like to see added? Uh, to that grandstand, either to what the structure is or uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what is offered up for entertainment?
1: Well, there's a number of things that it could be used for. Some of the things uh, I can envision being used for really is even some graduations, Chi High graduation. They have a real challenge as to finding a venue that's large enough where they can get people in, you know, having uh, a large assembly for the community for various elements. We've been looked at. we got a political year coming up, right? (laughs) So I would venture to say we might have some... uh, uh, politicians up here wanting to get together and making some speeches uh, with utilizing that main stage uh, because it's all enclosed and the power's there, electrical there, everything's there. It's just a matter of opening the door and letting it run. Those things. Other things in front of the grandstand, you know, we've uh, we've toyed with some autocross racing on our pavement that's been really growing Uh when they're in town, the whole town knows because it's, it's a loud thing and, and people are flocking to that. We're visiting on how we can improve that. That then becomes a spectator area possibly for various things. It's, there's elements that we can do there. Uh, there's a lot of other events that I feel we could have in front of that grandstand. Uh, large circuses, Okay. Those things can happen where you need seating for uh, a major uh, event. Some of our events that we currently have, they could expand to that as a more of attraction to bring in who knows what Spring Fest is bringing in. They're utilizing the main stage now again and defining what they're at. You know, I invite other events that we have, even Oktoberfest, to look at it and say, you know, maybe we need to look at this to grow uh, as to bring in something to expand upon it. I think we need to open our minds to say what else. And so, yes, I think we can have a more uh, outdoor type of uh, shows Uh, we are really looking at having some type of a rib fest I would love to have a rib fest here they're very popular there we've got power there we got electricity there we got exposition space there to utilize that as well Um, as far as the main entertainment it works awesome for the fair you're going to have full houses again this year for the fair the entertainment is going to be great and uh, some of the other events are also using that stage to do so um, we've got uh, bookings now over the next couple of years uh, for some major events to come in that we're working on right now. Uh, 2024 is going to be booked solid. 25, we got stuff booking for 26 already in that area. So uh, I can't say what that is right now because <laughs> that'll be news, and we're going to have all the media after me.
0: <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. I know when we uh, when we sat down. Before we started recording, you were going, like, like some people go, they go, Scott, I don't know how I'm going to fill my shows and all that. I don't know how I'm going to sh- we, We're having no trouble. Yeah. We've, we've gone through, uh, uh, we, we've, we've discussed uh, the, the grandstand. Yeah. But there's a number of other yeah. facilities as well, including some ones that have seen uh, significant upgrades and yeah. been built from scratch yeah. in the last little yeah. bit. So we're going to stop this episode. But the next episode, we're diving into all of those. All right, so make sure you come back for all of those. We want to get to all of those episodes, uh, all of those facilities as well. So that'll do it for this edition of Fair Talk.
1: Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks, everybody.